she's ready. <laughs> I just don't want to go on rampages because that's I what can't I wait. do. I just get going. I'm like, wait, did I even say what I wanted to say? <laughs> Was I even on point? I don't know. Yeah. But that's good because that's what happens when you're so passionate about something. It's good. You are listening to The Jack Shit Show with Kelsey Henderson. Oh, I've said it once and I'll say it 1000 more times. I know the coolest people. I don't know how, I don't know why, but man, this week's guest is my girlfriend, Natalie. We worked together and now as she's going to introduce herself and tell you all about, she is working on Tony Robbins team down in Florida. If you don't know who Tony Robbins is, um, (laughs) You might need to go to therapy. I don't know. He's like an OG in the self-help realm. He's OG, Ed Milet, Andy Frisella, blah, blah, blah. Um, anyways, not to go on a t- Tony Robbins tangent here. How, how amazing. How amazing is it that Natalie manifested this into her life? Oh, yeah. We're going down that route. We're going down that rabbit hole. You guys have been listening to me talk about being a little witchy, a little woo-woo lately. Um, Listen, it's all mindset, okay? It's mostly psychology, and it's a little bit of are we living in a simulation? Got mixed in a pot, and here we are. I really encourage you to stick around and listen to this one, whether you believe in this kind of stuff or not, because there's some really great little nuggets of wisdom in there about just kind of having a more positive mindset, changing your life, getting what you want, chasing your dreams, (laughs) all the good vibes, genuinely all the good vibes. Um, And I think that you guys are going to get some real value out of this one. I'm so excited for you to listen to this episode. And I know, listen, I know, I'm sorry, we're late. We're running a little late. I know you've been watching socials all day, all morning, being like, hello, honey, honey pie, it is Thursday. Where's my episode? Um, Okay, well, let me tell you this. Let me just lead into this episode with the perfect example. I recorded this episode with Natalie um, probably like two weeks ago now. Okay. And I had fallen out of practice of doing a lot of these things, um, you know, life and whatever. So I started doing a lot of them again, like just having a morning routine, being in a positive mindset, looking for signs, things like that. And, uh, guess what? Your girl landed this morning. Hello. Call the exes. Call the exes. Somebody call the exes. Call the exes. And tell them, Finally, one of us has made it to the show because your girl got a job, my like dream job with the NHL. This is the job that I wanted when I graduated from photojournalism school like 10 years ago. <laughs> they want me. Had a phone call from New York this morning. It, it, yeah, it's casual. It's like, whatever. I'm pretty excited about it. So Listen, I know you might be thinking, uh, Kels, this episode seems a little wishy-washy to me. It's not. I mean, it is, but it's not. It's practical. You need to be using it. You need to be bettering. What do we say? Better your corner. You need to raise the vibe in your corner, okay? This is it. Two caveats before we start. I called Dave a welder. 
And I want him to know if he's listening to this, I know that he's a pilot and I want everybody else to know he's pilot. He's pilot Dave. It's why he's left me because he went for a pilot job. But welder just like describes his personality a lot better. And he was a welder in his previous career path, which is why I called him a welder again. And you'll understand what I mean when you get to that part. So sorry, David, you're a, you're a pilot, not a welder. And then the second one is that Nat and I got so excited and carried away, we kind of forgot to talk about like manifestation as a practical practice. Um, Sorry. So she actually is the one who offered to come back. God bless. She's going to come back onto the podcast and answer all the questions that you have that I have and make this into like something that we can actually be putting into practice and seeing results from. So Consider this episode your precursor to learning how to be a master manifester. You are so welcome. Um, where are you living now? I'm in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Dude, that's so wild. I know. That's so wild to me. I know. Yeah. Like that. Just really when change. Yeah, I, I still don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I just live here now. <laughs> yeah, I just live here. It's not a big deal. I just packed up and moved my life from Calgary to Florida. No, no chance. No problem. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? Well, my name is Natalie Malischuk. I am from Calgary, Alberta, and now I currently live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And I'm a national speaker and strategist for Tony Robbins. Casual. I know. I'm currently living my dreams and I'm just so grateful and excited and I'm excited to be here so thank you (laughs) oh my gosh I'm so excited um what are you doing like what does your job entail yeah so basically I go into companies fortune 500 companies businesses teams and I go and train them on mindset and psychology so we do peak performance training I know it's literally my dream job (laughs) yeah so we find the chokeholds of what are holding people back in their lives from forgetting, from getting the results that they want in their business and their personal lives. And we, we figure it out. You know, it's amazing the training that I'm able to do. And I'm trained by Tony and we just go in and understand. I know I see you shaking That's your insane. head right now. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy to me. Like it's so wild to like, cause Nat and I know each other because we work together at cactus cactus brings all the people together. <laughs> and then like forever you're like, Oh, I've been like manifesting my dream job. And you were so hush hush about it. And I was like down your throat being like, you better tell me what this is. Like, it seems so big. I was so excited. And then finally you just casually text me and you're like, yeah, I got hired by Tony Rock. I was like, pardon you did what? <laughs> I know I know I kept it very low-key because Mm. I wanted to I just wanted to sit with this as long as I could to like create it and everything Mm -hmm. it took a lot of work and dedication and laser focus but Mm -hmm. I wanted it so badly and I knew nothing was going to distract me from getting this so and and it didn't (laughs) oh my gosh it, it, it's divine timing and alignment. And I'm so freaking grateful. I honestly have moments where I like slap my face and I'm like, don't wake me up from this dream. <laughs> this is the life, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I'm so freaking grateful. And I'm, so, yeah, that's I love all it. I'm just grateful. 
So did, I, I have a question right off the hop, obviously. Did okay. you find that when you were being more hush hush about it? Cause this is something that I'm currently learning how to do is to not share with everyone all my, I feel like I, I, for me personally, like I, I keep like the big ones really close to me, but I do find that like, once I like am on a certain wave, like with someone, then I'll tell them, like, I'm kind of like, I have like a weird middle ground with it. Did you find it helpful to be like more quiet about your goals and to just like get your head down and do it? Yeah. So for me, I had to learn that because when I first started understanding, like, goals, visions, dreams, I would tell everyone because like, I think it kind of depends on who you are too. Some people that actually helps them feed their dreams and adds like fire to their flames, essentially. For me, I, it was the opposite. I found I was taking on people's doubts, their limiting beliefs, because my dreams, they're pretty freaking big. Yeah. Yeah. So I found when I was telling people, it'd be like, oh, well, how are you going to do that? Like, right that's really hard. And especially from when I was younger, like my first vision was to be a sports broadcaster. Yeah. And a lot of men would be like, well, that's really hard for women. And it would, I would take on their doubts, you know, but that was their own limiting beliefs. So as soon as I started to mature and develop my own mindset, I just, I don't know, this has just worked for me of keeping my dreams to myself Mm -hmm. and holding my visions with me. And if someone is in alignment with me, then I'll share it with them because mm-hmm. I know that we will be able to co-create together. Mm-hmm. Like I'll tell my mom some things because my mom, she's my biggest supporter at the end of the day. And she also knows that when I put my mind to something, I'm like a train, like you will not stop me. I know my end goal. Just watch. Like mm-hmm. that's how I've just been. And I honestly told my mom and my friend, my friend Janine, that was it no one else knew. Yeah. I didn't want anyone else to know. I didn't want my energy to be spread out. I wanted yeah. it just in with me. Yeah. And I find like when I do that, it helps me because then no, I'm not taking on any other energy with my visions or my goals. So mm-hmm. I think it depends on the person. Some people, they need that. They need the extra energy from people. But for myself, I find I'm very powerful when I'm just in my own alignment and connected to whatever you want to call it, the universe, source, God, whatever. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's how I can create what I want. It's holding it in my heart and, yeah. and allowing it. Yeah. Yeah. I find that like, I'm just starting to learn that. I like, I had a psychic reading last week and she literally said, she was like, oh yeah, I'll tell you all about it. She was like, she, and she told me, she's like, you need to hold things a little closer. She's like, there's some people around you sucking energy. And I was like, okay. I get that. And I think too, if you're really sensitive to energy, very other people's energy. So you have to have the barrier. Mm -hmm. especially when you have visions for yourself and goals for yourself. Because when I was younger, I would take on people's limiting beliefs, their own shit, but I was taking it on as mine Mm -hmm. and it had nothing to do with me. So I understand that it's so important to, to cultivate your like boundaries with people and know what you can share with them, but also keep it to yourself because your energy is, is going to be the most powerful to produce it. Yeah, totally. So then, so then when you're like, say you have just example, a, the goal and you are working towards that, how are you 
getting in like maybe we should even rewind this even further and talk about manifesting at all in the first (laughs) place but I want to know like how do you kind of speak that out into existence Mm -hmm. because if because you know I think that's where my personal mindset is like changing now is because everything I had kind of learned initially was like speak it out as if it already happens tell people like as if it's already yours and then that's where now I'm like, okay, hold on. Like uh, this has to be a little bit closer. So then what's the, what's the method for keeping it close, but speaking it out at the same time? Yeah. So this is just my personal experience. I am mm-hmm. no expert. Well, the one I mean, thing that I, I know, mean, what's, well, she's kind of an expert. No, 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 no. <laughs> the more that I learn, the more I realize I don't know shit. I'm yeah. just figuring it out as I go. I'm lucky to work for like the number one life and business strategist in the world. So I know a guy who knows a heck of a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I know I got a guy. (laughs) I'm just taking it all in. But the one thing that I've learned is success leaves clues. And that's what Tony always says. So for myself, I would read so many books on people that had the goals or that were living my goals, like, you know, living the life that I desired. Mm -hmm. And I found some commonalities of what they do So I kind of did trial and error for years and years and years of like journaling, meditating, life visioning, um, using your imagination, speaking things out, affirmations, incantations, like the list literally goes on. I've been doing this for years and I just found something that works for me. And it honestly starts every single morning, having a morning routine, a morning ritual, whatever you want, that, that sacred time for yourself. And Mm -hmm. For me, it's right when I wake up, I choose to program my mind before the world programs me Mm -hmm. because we're bombarded by social media, other people's opinions, everything, right? So, and your mind is, it's a a computer at the end of the day. So I, right away, I wake up and I meditate and whatever the meditation may be, but I just... I freaking love it. I meditate for 20 to 30 minutes. It's my time. <laughs> I cannot not do it. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like taking that time to plug in to a higher power. Right. The one thing that I love to use this as an example, it's like you can vacuum a carpet without it, the vacuum being plugged in and you can go over the carpet. Yeah, it would make lines or whatever, but there's no suction. There's no electricity, right. no energy. So when you plug in the vacuum, that's when you're going to have all the power. That's when you're going to have you know, to me, that's the same thing as meditating. You're plugging in to this like higher power, this energy, this energetic force that allows you to show up as your best self. You're and the smartest it, like, person I know. You're the smartest know. person I know. <laughs> it literally gets me chills thinking of that though. It's so powerful because we all have access to this. Mm-hmm. So first it's meditating. And then right after I meditate, I journal. And honestly, if I don't time myself when I journal, I could journal for an hour. And then I'm like, I need to start. (laughs) I got to go. I got things to do. (laughs) Yeah. I lose myself in it. And Mm -hmm. that's when I'm writing down. I always start my journal entries as I'm so happy and grateful now that, and I write as the wish fulfilled. So that to me, and I actually learned that from Bob Proctor, that is not my thing at all, but you write down, I'm so happy and grateful now that, and you write out as your current, like your current reality is that you're living your goal. So before I got this job with Tony, I wrote down that I was his national speaker and strategist. I did this at the beginning of the year. 
I wrote down that I was living in Florida. I wrote down that I was everything that I'm currently living. I wrote it down at the beginning of the year. And that's that's so wild. That's so wild. I honestly get emotional when I think about it because I was like, holy fuck this. Yeah. Excuse my language. I might swear. No, you can swear as much as you want. (laughs) (laughs) But it's literally writing out your goals as you're currently living it, because what it does is it changes your vibrational frequency. And at the end of the day, we're all vibrational beings and like attracts like. So if you're living as you've already manifested your dreams, you're more likely to attract it because you're on the same vibrational wavelength as what you want. If you are living as it's a future goal, Mm -hmm. then you're living from lack. So it's going to be slower to manifest. You could still manifest it, but it won't manifest as you know quickly as it probably could be because of your bi- vibrational frequency. You kind of have to tune yourself into what you want, mm-hmm. like live as the wish fulfilled and that you already have it and that you're grateful for it. And then honestly, things just fall into place, but it, it takes like, you got to tune in and like change yourself. Mm-hmm. But when you want something, it's not hard to do it. Yeah to do it so I sorry I'm rambling again but no, yeah please. So I, I, I'm like sitting here and on like just keep talking tell me everything <laughs> I should be taking no. notes no 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 no, no. but so I, I journal and then sometimes I'll just do gratitude journal too because I mm-hmm. find gratitude changes your vibrational frequency mm-hmm. and when you live in a state of gratitude and appreciation you're more likely to bring things into your life and it's just a beautiful way to live in general yeah. so journaling for sure And then right after I listen to podcasts, I feed my mind because you need to feed your mind and it also helps you attract your goals because you're, you're feeding your mind differently. Yeah. And then after that, it's being aware of your thought, you know, instead of going like, oh shit, like I wish I could have this sooner. No, like you change it to like, you know what? It's on its way. You, you change your limiting beliefs to a pause or an empowering belief. And then you're mm-hmm. more likely to draw in your desires as well. But I do think like if you have somebody in your life who's on the same wave, wavelength, totally speak it to them because yeah. then they'll just pitch and catch between each other. Yeah, totally. It just goes back and forth and then you feed it even more. Right. Yeah. So those are like my main things. Um, tips for meditating because I personally, my brain is an absolute monkey brain. I got diagnosed with ADD this summer and I'm not yet medicated. (laughs) And I like, if I even try to sit, I can kind of do it 30 seconds. Like I, I, I'm no good at meditating. So for someone like me or somebody who's just starting, what are your tips to start getting into meditation? Set a small goal, three minutes, five minutes, whatever and just sit and don't have the expectation that your, your mind needs to quiet or whatever, because it doesn't like that's yeah. realistic. Um, I would say maybe explore with different meditations. There's so many different kinds. Maybe you'll like a life visioning meditation where you actually like imagine because imagination creates reality too. Mm-hmm. Like it, when you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. Like that's just facts. So maybe you'd be interested in meditating and visualizing. So you sit there for like five minutes and you have a beautiful, like maybe a guided meditation where someone's walking you through it, or you have a frequency that you like to listen to some type of beautiful music. And you just sit and visualize your goals. You visualize yourself doing what you want to do, the feelings, because when you tap into the feelings of it, that's really powerful. So maybe that would help because then you're not Mm -hmm. like sitting there going, Oh my gosh, this is really boring. (laughs) 
I just like, like, I get into the headspace and I'm so bad for it too, where I just sit there and I think like, I have to do this now and I have to do this now and yeah. I have to do like, you know, like you start making like your grocery list in your head, like you're having yes. bad sex or something. And you're like, oh my God, like this is such a waste <laughs> of time. Done? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I would just play around with it and don't have any expectations of yourself because that's when, when you expect that, that you should be so still in your mind or peaceful or whatever. Like that's just bullshit. Like that's just yeah. happen right away. It's mm-hmm. a journey. And it takes time. So play around with it. Maybe you would like um, a meditation where someone's speaking like I am phrases to you. So you do like a self-love meditation where someone is like, it's a guided meditation. You're saying like, I am loved. I am whatever. And you just sit with it. So your mind can get a little more still because someone's guiding you. So it's not just silent. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Just get on the, have you ever used the Headspace app? I didn't like it. Yeah, but that's because you're an old pro. Maybe I will. (laughs) Honestly, I'm not a pro at all. I have days like today, I did like an aura cleaning meditation. (laughs) I'm such a freak. No, you're not. Do you know what I do every night before bed as I watch? There's this girl on YouTube. Her name's Luna Nate and she does Reiki ASMR and she like cleanses your aura and stuff. And I always just sit there and I'm like, oh my God, there's nothing better. Honestly, I love it so much. I love it too. I love it. We're so witchy woo woo and I'm so obsessed with it. Have you always been like this? Like when did you start getting into like kind of more the spiritual (laughs) side of it? Because I haven't, like I'm a proper yeehaw I think you know that pretty well like (laughs) I'm not like oh cleanse my aura (laughs) like that's not me at all and then I just like got into it the last year and a half and now I'm like I need my crystals I can't leave the house (laughs) charge your crystals yeah oh my roommate he laughs at me every time he's like did you put your water out? It's a full moon. I'm like, thank you. I did. <laughs> like, oh he's like, God, or he'll like see that. it in the fridge. He's like, what's this? I'm like moon water. He's like, oh, what? he's a proper, like he's a welder. Like the guy's super oh, yeah. blue collar. And he's like, yeah, I'll put that in my coffee. I'm like, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> like, we don't know what it does. We just know it's good. <laughs> oh my God. That's funny. I get that 100%. Honestly, for myself, Um, I would say it started when I was 16. I had this big, they say a spiritual awakening. And I say Mm -hmm. that in air quotes because everyone's different and everything, but I've just always had a eagerness and a yearning to learn more. Mm. Like my mind is very curious. And I remember asking my mom big questions when I was younger what the hell like where do we come from yeah like this earth we're floating in what like I would always ask these questions like where do we go when we die what's the soul what's the body what's the spirit like I would always ask these questions and my mom was always like what the hell like (laughs) (laughs) your mom's like I don't know yeah (laughs) but I just always was like this my mind was so curious and Mm. my curiosity led me to reading books that I had no idea what the hell they meant but for some reason it resonated with me mm-hmm. like I had no idea I read it's called The Seed of the Soul by Gary Zukoff I highly recommend it I read it when I was I think 17 or something and I had no idea what the hell any of this meant but for some reason it had such a, a strong resonance with me that I knew I needed to keep on it like it mm-hmm. just made sense to me to do this I don't know. Ever since I was younger, I've just loved this stuff. And as I've 
grown up and matured, there's just been like a deeper wanting for it. And mm-hmm. I've, I've always been a seeker to understand why I'm put on this earth and what I can give and how I can show up. And I've always believed too. And now I know a thousand percent, like we are spiritual beings having a human experience. We're not our physical bodies. And that might be like super weird. for No, I, that's where I'm at. I'm like, we're alien water on a rock. Like I don't understand I, all the time. Like I'll be with and I'm like, uh, whatever. We're not even in reality right now. And she's we're like, not. like, she's like, are you okay? Like, I'm like, look at this guy. This guy is fake. That's the fakest guy I've ever seen in my life. Well, there's, there's something. And the more that you learn you, the more, you know, you don't know shit. Yeah. And then it keeps you just going. And sometimes like I go down the rabbit holes of like conspiracies and all Me this too. Stuff and, <laughs> oh my God, it. I love that stuff. But, um, I just find it so interesting. I just mm-hmm. think that, you know, if I'm put on this earth for a reason, like why not be curious? Why not learn as much as I can and see what the hell happens? Cause mm-hmm. I just think it's fascinating. I think thoughts are fascinating. I think emotions are fascinating. Yeah, it all it, the uh, whole thing, the whole the whole human experience is wacko, right? I it's agree. so wacko. Um, I do agree. you do you feel like over the last like over I I think especially since like COVID started, and I ask you this because I feel like you are very plugged into kind of like this space. Um, do you feel like a lot more people are having this? you know, air quotes, spiritual awakening, or do you feel like that it's always been a big community? And like, like, I, I, I think for me, like, I mean, I just kind of got into it, but it seems like a lot of people are starting to get into it more. And I wonder if that's a new thing or if that's just cause I'm just getting into it. I haven't seen it before. Or if, or if that's like people needed to find something to believe in and to start learning over the last like a year and a half? Good question. I have no idea. I can just say what I think. Um, I think when people are presented with fear, Mm -hmm. they can either choose to question it and to go like, like ask for something more to like choose to live in love or fear, you know, kind of thing. And I think because of like for myself, when COVID hit me, I said, I'm going to use this opportunity to dig deeper, to learn more and to grow. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people have done that as well, because, you know, they didn't want to be bombarded by the fear of it. Mm -hmm. And they didn't want their life to stop, you know, because you can still be in the world, even with all this chaos and still diving deep to be a better person, to show up better, to still create beautiful things in your life, even if there's chaos going on around you and that's hard to like to really do because it's very easy to be affected by the world Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are waking up to see the falseness of media being bombarded Mm -hmm. by negativity all the time and you know separating people from if they don't believe a certain thing like Mm -hmm. I just don't agree with that stuff and we don't, we won't get into the whole COVID stuff. But yeah. I think it's a big, that, big topic. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But I do think people are awakening because they've, their whole world was shut down, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can either choose to live in love and, you know, trying to get better and to grow or to stay stuck in fear. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that answers the question, but I think it does. <laughs> I think it does. 
I think that's great. Can you talk a little bit about, um, you had kind of touched on it, um, when we were talking about how to get into like your morning routine and things like that, but positive, like self-talk and the, the effects that that has versus negative self-talk on, on yourself. It's everything. Uh, Literally everything. everything. It's everything. And the thing that I have loved learning and Tony, um, teaches this flawlessly, Um, it's understanding your limiting beliefs and your empowering beliefs, because at the end of the day, you can program your own belief system based off what the world gives you or what you want in your life. And it all starts with your self-talk, how you view yourself, how um, you view other people even, because that's a reflection of yourself Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. So it's understanding are your beliefs actually your beliefs or did someone give you that belief from childhood? Did something happen in your life that allowed you to create a limiting belief based off the version you were in the past? Because the version you are now might not necessarily believe that belief. So, which is huge to understand because then you can literally choose to create a new belief. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tony teaches this, like that's part of my um, workshops as well. It's understanding your limiting beliefs and a lot of people, what I've noticed, we have the top, I would say there's like five limiting beliefs, but the top two are, I'm not enough. And if I'm not enough, I won't be loved. Mm. And that seems to be a huge commonality with humans in general. Mm -hmm. And it all goes to fear. And, you know, when someone fears they're not enough, they're not going to show up in their relationship as they should. They're not gonna show up for their self the way that they should in their business, in their work, in their play, whatever, because that belief is there. When it's a, it's a bullshit belief. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, we're all enough because we're here. So it's like literally correcting your belief system and that self-talk to understand that you're perfect just the way you are because you're created and that you can literally choose a different belief based off of what you want to create in your life. And like Tony always says, like your belief system, we call it BS. And essentially it is bullshit a hundred percent. Cause it's basically just programs of the past mm-hmm. that you are believing right now that is creating your current life. Your beliefs are the results that you're getting in your life. So if you don't like your life, you don't like your current reality then change your belief system. See what patterns and programmings have taken you to where you are currently. Mm -hmm. And then go, okay, what do I want to create? What do I need to believe? Like, what would the version of that person believe then? And a lot of the times it's, they're way more empowering beliefs than what we're currently holding on to, right? Mm -hmm. And like the beliefs are the self-talk. That's everything. It's Mm -hmm. your self-love. It's changing your identity from a limiting one to an empowering one. Yeah. And I think too, when you start thinking that way and, and start understanding that uh, other people are thinking that way and understanding that other people are just a product of that programming, 100%. you can look at everyone around you with a lot more compassion and empathy yes. and love as well. A hundred percent. And mm-hmm. oh my goodness. I love that you said that because we're all doing the best that we can with at the level that we're at and mm-hmm. level just means different consciousness, whatever. There's no judgment, nothing. Cause we're all beautiful and perfect the way that we are, but it's understanding like that person treated you bad or whatever. And that's okay. It has nothing to do with you. It's just a reflection of 
that person. Mm -hmm. So you can have compassion, empathy for it, but you can also release yourself from it. And that's taking your power back. That's owning yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think too, like, it's a beautiful thing when you release the expectation on other people of how they should show up in the world. Mm -hmm. And you just go, that's none of my business. All I can do pardon me, is focus on myself Mm -hmm. and show up as your highest self, your best self and let people do what they need to do Mm -hmm. because that's their journey. Yeah. We talked about this in a previous podcast with um, my girlfriend, Kathleen. She does a lot of work um, with uh, like intersectional homelessness and, and marginalized communities. And that was, we talked specifically if anyone hasn't listened to that episode, it's fantastic. And you should listen to it. It'll change the way you think about that whole entire community in itself. But it, she was saying, we were talking specifically about when people give money or food and you get like yelled at by that person. And it was specifically, she's like, but why did they have to respond to you a certain way? Why do they have to respond to you a certain way? They're having like a mental or a drug or like some other issue going on. Why are you putting your expectations of them saying, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Right. See, it's your, exactly. It's your shit. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, oh, you're being, you're being compassionate. So you need the thank you. Like just do it. (laughs) If they yell at you, then they yell at you. Exactly. Just do what's right. Do you have any tips on, um, on like, on, kind of putting that, that sort of an energy out in, in, um, how do I phrase this in, in putting an energy out of, of not putting your expectations onto other people in the way that you are being treated, because I think we're in such a high tension space right now, especially with everything that's going on. And the lot, like this pandemic has been so insane because I think that in, I read this book called tribe. I can't remember who it's by, but it's basically talking about how, when there's natural disasters or wars, people are brought together because you have to, to survive. So it doesn't matter if you hated your neighbor before, like now you literally are surviving together. So everyone is this tribe. And I feel like the pandemic has really done the exact opposite of that. We've been forced to stay away from each other. We've been forced to be separated in not only physically, but now mentally, like the whole vaccine versus no vaccine, like it's in getting to a point of near insanity. And so I think that Mm -hmm. we're in this sort of, um, time when everything's so high stress and high tension and you're being treated in ways that you may not have been treated two years ago by just people on the street. Do you have any, um, like, points or remarks or helpful tips and tricks to be nice. We have to be nice still. (laughs) Of course. Yes. So I would say number one, you need to cultivate Mm self-love because when you cultivate self-love, your expectations of other people changes. And you're also not really affected by how other people show up in your life. Of course you are, but it helps soften it because Mm -hmm. you have the love within, you have the compassion within the empathy within for yourself. So you're more likely to give it to other people because you can't give to others what you don't have within. Like that's just something that needs to overflow from you first. So I think when you cultivate self-love and understanding and acceptance of yourself, 
it's really easy to accept other people and to just be like, you know what, at the end of the day, we're all humans. We're all just trying to navigate this chaos Mm -hmm. and what's going on. How can I make it a little bit easier? You know, just show up better, just choose to not react as much, choose to observe the situation rather than to react from the survival mind. Because when you take, when you let your mind take over, Tony always says, get in your head, you're dead. Because our mind is created for survival, right? So Mm -hmm. fight or flight. So if someone says something to you and it triggers you, you can either react or you can take a step back and just breathe and observe Mm-hmm. And just go, is it really worth reacting? Is this really worth my energy? Is this really worth me engaging with? And I know that's so, so much easier said than done. Of course. Yeah. But it's just like having the awareness of it will actually help you, you know, do better mm-hmm. because when you know better, you do better and you want to do better asking how, how you want to show up, you know, do I want to react to this or do I want to observe? Do I want to come from love? Because at the end of the day, love is the highest frequency So it's like, you might as well cultivate that within you and just Mm -hmm. give it away. Mm -hmm. Like to me, that's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. Totally. I completely agree. And I think the, like the easiest, I I like my easiest example on such a small scale is I was driving with Maddie and we were, we were driving and someone cut me off and I was like, Oh, they must be in a hurry. And she was like, dude, I'd be freaking out. And I was like, I used to really, really flip out when people like got, Matt, like we're just like being crazy drivers. Like I used to get really frustrated and I was talking to her about it. And I think in talking to her, I said, you know, but I'm like a lot happier in my life now. And so that little thing isn't what's going to send me over the edge. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's so beautiful to have that recognition of that too, because why let someone ruin your happiness and Mm -hmm. your peace of mind in that moment? Who really cares? Yeah. Like it's not worth it. Exactly. Exactly. You have to be so much stingier with your energy now and not stingy, but like you have to be so protected of it, especially I think now with chaos. So uh, high, I think that like, it's just so important to be protective of where that's going. Mm -hmm. I agree. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's just choosing differently than reacting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you do affirmations? Okay. I used to do affirmations all the time. So, and then I met Tony and he does incantations. Okay. So so let's talk about, let's talk about what an affirmation is first for people who don't know, and then go into an incantation. Okay. So my understanding of an affirmation is just basically saying something. uh, This is probably not even the right answer, but like probably is an I I am affirmation. I am loved and cherished and secure in myself. Like that would be like a self-love affirmation, something Mm -hmm. like that. Right. Or like you could have a affirmation about money. Like I am a money magnet. Money is attracted to me, Mm -hmm. whatever. I've used that one, by the way. (laughs) Did it work? How'd it go? (laughs) Well, I'm doing pretty good right now. (laughs) We're doing all right. We're doing all right. (laughs) Everyone write that one down. Rewind 10 seconds. (laughs) But it's just, um, you know, training your subconscious mind too. So it's something like that. But Tony, um, he said when he was younger, what changed his life was incantation. So it's like an affirmation, but it's 
creating it with a, an emotional response, an emotional attachment, because when you create mo emotion in your body, it, it triggers your nervous system, right? So, and it also, it stays in your subconscious mind deeper and your subconscious mind controls everything. Like that's what you want to re reprogram for your success. The that's what we're mind. after. Oh my God. Let me tell you. So an incantation. So Tony would always uh, like go on runs when he was younger and he would always say like, I'm unstoppable. I'm fucking unstoppable. Like everything that I want is instantly supplied to me. That's not exactly his incantation, but he would say stuff like that to himself. He would have the emotional response to it. So it triggered his body differently and stored in his nervous system. Mm. And he says like, that's part of why he's successful now. And, you know, he does incantations in his Unleash the Power Within seminar, which is absolutely incredible. If anyone hasn't gone to it, I highly recommend it. It will change your life forever. <laughs> now we'll get you hooked all up. Don't worry. She'll send the you the best. links. Oh my God. Yeah, it's literally the best thing in the world. That's It's changed my life. I've gone three times. Um, <laughs> three times. Just a little side note right there. I've gone three times and I'm going again in November. Oh so. my God. <laughs> the training never stops. I right? love it. Yeah. So basically incantation, it's saying something over and over and over again that you want, that you believe it's like changing your, like creating a new belief, but saying it with emotion, mm. you know, rather than just going like, I am loved or I am so happy and grateful. No, it's like actually fucking believing it and feeling it and putting it in your body, you know? and creating an emotional response with it. So it actually stores in your body and triggers you differently. Does what would be sense? like, yeah. What would be like the dummies way to do that? Like, like, I'm just kind of trying to think of like ways to put that into practice. So like, if you were doing like a self-love, like, you know, if your dog comes over and it's like, you could kind of do it in the moment. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you could kind of do it in the moment. So if you're, you're wanting to do more self-love, your dog comes over, sits next to you, starts cuddling up to you. Then you could speak your, your affirmation then being like, I'm so loved because yeah. your dog's right there. Like things like that. Would that be like a good dummy way to start doing those things? Sure. Cause if <clears throat> your dog is unconditional love, right? Mm -hmm. So if that triggers love in you, totally, you can like, be like, I'm surrounded by unconditional love right now. I'm so loved. I'm so cared for. Like cultivating that type of feeling because it's all about changing your feelings as well, right? Because mm -hmm. that also creates your manifestations in your life. So yeah, if you have a belief, self-love, I am loved. Sure, if that if the dog creates an emotional response for you in that moment, why not? Everyone's going to be different, right? Yeah, I love to say mine when I'm working out running is so good because the mind wants to fuck you over when you're running saying like, yeah. Oh, you need to stop. Like, this is hard in that moment. I'm like, no, I'm unstoppable. My body is incredible. Like, I'm not going to let the mind talk me out of something. Like you can just like say stuff like that to yourself mm -hmm. over and over and over again. When because you're, I when you're doing it, do you want the two things to be correlated or could you be like you just need your body to be doing something like say working out so then can you speak your affirmations about anything while you're working out or do you want them to like correlate more to each other I think it, it doesn't matter it's up to the person really okay. um I think if like you just had in, like anything like whatever resonates with you and that you can create an emotional trigger or response for yourself. I think that's powerful. Like mm -hmm. running for me has helped because 
my mind wants to talk me out of running. Every mm-hmm. single time I go to run, my mind's like, are you kidding me? Like, it's too hot. <laughs> if, if anyone says that that, that better brain doesn't do that, they're a dirty run liar. 1000% the amount of time, especially in Florida, when I go run, oh, oh my God, I'm like, Natalie, it's so fucking hot right yeah. now. Like, like, what are you doing? Why don't you just go upstairs and like, go relax, go read. And then all the time I'm like, like I switch on, I, I change my state and I go, absolutely not. I'm like, run. And as soon as I tell myself to run, I run. Yeah. And then every time I try to talk myself out of it, so the limiting beliefs come up, I change and I go, I'm unstoppable. Run. And I just do it. And it takes time. You got to cultivate it mm-hmm. and like got to be aware of it. But by the 10th time, you're going to notice the negative thought and you'll be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't live here no more. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is my home right now. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's important to, to, to say too, that like all of this, that we're talking about every part of it, the meditation, the affirmations, incantations, you know, being a better person, self-love, all those things are going to take time. Oh, it's all, don't think that you're just going to start overnight being like, no, oh, well, great. I'm a money magnet now. Okay. That, thank you for saying that. So one of my favorite quotes, and again, it's Tony Robbins. I work for him too. So of course I'm going to say, she's a diehard. I love the guy. <laughs> he, he changed my life. Um, what you practice in private, you get rewarded for in public. So one of my favorite things, because when you meditate in the morning, when you are struggling with the self-love or whatever, and it's going to take, it takes time, you know, it's a practice, but when you practice in private like that, like people will see you differently in public. You're going to show up differently at your job. You're going to like create new things in your life. And like for myself, people are like, Oh my God, how did you do this? Like it happened so quickly. This has been years. Yeah years <laughs> people don't understand that because and I think again that just goes back to the vileness of social media being just a all highlight reels everyone looks at anyone who's living out their dream life or or super successful and they go like oh my god that just like happened right exactly yeah exactly so you do it for yourself you don't do it for anyone else and it it will change. You'll have the small little shifts. And honestly, sometimes when I'm feeling off or out of alignment and I just have, I meditate and it's not a good one. And I get up and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do one thing today that shifts my mood. And that's a win. You Mm -hmm. know, even if you have just one little win of shifting something or reading something instead of consuming social media or whatever, it's a little win. That's great because what Mm -hmm. it's going to do, it's going to add momentum to your journey. And pretty soon it will just come second nature. There'll be non-negotiables for you because the the things that you're practicing in private, they're showing up in public and you're like, wow, this is feeling pretty good. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) well, it's like working out, right? Like it's like, you don't, it's, it's the exact same thing. You're just working out your brain instead of your body. Like you're just, that's all it is. It's your training. hundred percent. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the training never stops. Never. I should really be working on both. To be honest, I was oh. like getting dressed this morning. I was like, God, my butt's gotten real flat over the last <laughs> couple of months. I should probably start working out again. I had great intentions oh, to go back this summer and I was like, no, <laughs> it, it's all, it's all good. It's, it's going to be, good. it's going to be fine. I'm going to start both. I'm going to start training everything all again. <laughs> 
Well, it's powerful when you take the time for yourself too. Mm -hmm. It's super powerful. Yeah. And I think too, I, and I don't know what your opinion on this is, but I think that self-care and self-love do not always look pretty and, and. Oh, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) The face. Yeah. Because I think that people have gotten really lost in, in that, um, in that definition. I think like, I I think self-care does not mean like, oh, we're going for petties and like, I mean, it can for sure. And it should at some point. However, self-care is like dirty work. Yes. 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 One, it's just the truth because (laughs) honestly, I think the biggest self-love you can do for yourself is looking within and going, what is inside me that's fucking up my life right now? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you are responsible for your life. One of the things I did for myself was I saw patterns that were not helping me grow patterns in my life that were showing up of my own emotions, my own negative thoughts, my own beliefs that were stopping me from going after what I wanted. And it was really hard to look at that because I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm playing so small right now because of my current belief system. Mm -hmm. And I had to dive in and rip it out and go, like, what the hell? Like it takes inner work and inner acknowledgement because you are responsible for your life. And I think that's the biggest self-love you can do. Mm -hmm. It's allowing yourself to play into your full potential and it goes within. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and again, like the, the physical aspects of self-love, totally. I love getting my nails done. I love that stuff. That's (laughs) just fun. You know, that's just fun. But I think the self-love is the inner work. Yeah. You got to take care of your shit. Yes. Gotta take care of yourself. Oh my God. You have to. Are you familiar with the term shadow work? Yes, I am. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Got lots of shadow sides. <laughs> Got all the shadows. Oh. So in the in the spiritual quote unquote world, they call this shadow work. And it's just like, and you can find lots of stuff about it. Um, even if you just do a quick Google, but yeah. I like you can just do like a there's lots of people who do like a prompt a day of like figuring out where that garbage within you kind of lies and, yes. and pulling it out and dealing with it. Yes. It's so powerful. Yeah. So I powerful. I should really start doing that. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. 1000%, but it's so worth it because like the one thing that I did for myself is I wrote out, okay, I'll share something with you. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I'll settle okay. it. <laughs> so this was from, okay, this is going to be a little personal, but it's okay. Um, this was from a seminar that I did with Tony Robbins last year before I had the job. And this okay. is why me having this job right now, it's so full circle and so in alignment and divine. I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. Sorry, <laughs> I'll get back on track. So I did his virtual Unleash the Power Within last year. And then I did it this year as well. And part of the seminar, it's day three, it's called transformation day. And it's a process that Tony takes you through that helps you identify your top three limiting beliefs, patterns, and behaviors. So it's a full day. It's freaking phenomenal. It is so emotional. You learn so much about yourself, but anyways, long story short, he has you write out your life where it would be, and I think it's like five or 10 like five years, if you kept the same belief system that you had right now. 
So after I identified my limiting beliefs, I was like, you write out, you know, your future self mm-hmm. as the same person you are now. Like I was writing down, like, I probably wouldn't, you know, create the career that I want. I wouldn't be making the money that I want. I probably wouldn't be in the relationship that I'd want to be because, you know, I have limiting beliefs in that we all do. Mm-hmm. And so you write it out and you see it and it's like so freaking eye-opening and it makes you go, wow, if I don't destroy these limitations right now, that is what I'm going to get. I'm going to get yeah. that life. And it was like, absolutely not. Right. So he makes, and then after that, you write out new empowering beliefs based off the limiting beliefs you wrote down. And then you write your future in five years with those new beliefs. And, you know, it was like, I'm living my dream job. I'm living in Florida. I have all this, everything that I wanted, I wrote down and you write it, you feel it, you embody it. And it shifts you completely. And it makes you realize in that moment, you have the choice to change because Mm -hmm. do you want to live like that? Or do you want to create and live as the person that you're meant to be? Mm -hmm. And that completely transformed my life that day. And it made me, because I'm not even going to lie, after I did his Unleash the Power within this year, I applied for this job like four days after. And I had no idea this job even existed. So it was literally creating the new beliefs in that moment and stepping into that person instantly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, if, if I'm this woman, what would she do? She can go for it. She mm-hmm. would jump for what she wants because she's not going to wait five years and stay the same or mm-hmm. like not even produce what she wants. Sorry. I wanted to share that. No, I, I, I love it. I'm literally just like staring at you. I'm like, oh my God, wow. <laughs> I'm but, like literally okay. taking mental notes. I'm like, okay, gotta do this later. Oh, we're talking about shadow work and so, but that's kind of like the same thing. It's like totally, it is. It's a it's a practical you. practice of of yes. finding what's stopping. Yes, you. and it completely rips you open because yeah. you see the limitations that you have within that's stopping you from getting what you want, and then you realize all you gotta do is just shift over a little bit, create mm-hmm. new ones, and yes, it takes work to you know, be aware of it and to cultivate them within. But if you want it, you can create it. And you can yeah. Do it. Well, and I think change is scary for people too, right? Comfort 100%. is where comfort is where the niceness lies for many people. Uh, nothing good comes from <laughs> nothing comfort, good comes nothing. from comfort. <laughs> That's what's got everybody running back to those exes. I'm telling you. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh my God. Don't do it. Don't run back to exes. <laughs> X for a fucking reason. Oh yeah. No, I, I, oh, I love that so much. I, um, do you, have you, I like, this might not apply to you as much because you've been kind of living this way for half your life, but you, have you had people around you? I, and I'm sure you did at least at the start if not still that are, you kind of knew that we're like needed to go like people who, yeah, (laughs) like you were like, you're not, you're not serving me energetically because I think that that can be really hard for people too, whether that's a partner or like your friends, your family that because you're taking on all, like you said, all that negative talk from them, all those things. Yeah. What's the best way to go about dealing with that? honor yourself, Mm -hmm. honestly, because I have done this 
so many times. And um, the one thing that I love about myself, once I make a decision, it's done. Like mm-hmm. I don't second guess myself. I don't, what if I don't should myself, I don't would have, should have, could have, no. When I make a decision, it's because I know I'm not making it from my mind. I'm making it from my heart, my soul, and it's done. So every decision that I've made of letting a friend go or, um, you know, saying goodbye to a potential relationship or separating myself from some family members that weren't serving me the best that I needed in my life, I did it for myself because I had to take responsibility for myself and you can do it in such a loving, beautiful way. That That's what I want you to hit on because I think more than anything that people think that that means like there's the door goodbye forever. Yeah. And it doesn't. And you know, that's different for everyone. It depends. It's totally substantial, right? I'm just saying from my experience, because I have let people go and let me tell you, they always resurface. If you are on your true course and your true purpose, they always come back. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I feel like the universe kind of does that sometimes to see like, if you can, you know, have this person in your life again, or it's to see how you are in your life and like how you're going to handle this differently, but you can do it in such a beautiful way in a respectful way and just honor yourself and your Mm -hmm. truth and your authenticity. And it doesn't mean that that person like can't still be in your life or whatever, or you can't hold love for them because you can, that's a Mm -hmm. part of it. It's, it's a good lesson to know that you know some people come into your life for a little bit and you're allowed to you're allowed to say goodbye to them but yeah lovingly it should be lovingly it should always be lovingly. yes we should never discard human beings yeah like yeah and I think that's part of it too right is is knowing that those people that you're letting go of because they're maybe bringing you down energetically are doing that because why because they have not dealt with their energetic beliefs and things like that like they're also off right like they haven't so they need love more than anybody else exactly and I think too again depends on the situation of course always because if I some people don't get me started some people you need to tell them to fuck off yeah (laughs) You can, and I, you know me, I, I don't even like swear often, but like, I'm I'll do roll. it for you. Yeah, Fuck yeah. right off. But like, sometimes you do need to be like, honestly, like, don't come back into my life. And that's yeah. okay. That's honoring yourself. I think if yeah. you honor yourself from a high place and high value, you're totally fine. Totally. And yeah. So honestly, honor yourself. If someone's not serving you, you don't have to keep them in your life mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. You can put a nice little bit of distance there. Yeah. Love them from afar. Exactly. And I just yeah. think it's so interesting because our society right now, like it's so weird with like dating and like ghosting people. Oh, and I know. There's so many things that don't even process in my mind. Like I would never even think to do this to a human being, but it's happening more and more and more. Yeah. And I'm like, why are we so scared of having conversations with people? Totally. Why are we so scared of like being like, you know what? I care for you, but it's just not working for me. Great. If it's not working for you, it's not working for me. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. 
right? <laughs> yeah, literally. I was just, I talked about this. I just did like an update podcast of like from the summer because I haven't done any all summer long. Yeah. And I was kind of seeing this guy. He was so respectful. He was like, Good. he was kind of like coming, like coming off of it a little bit. And, and he like, he's like, can I come over and talk to you? And I was like, this oh, is I literally the most respectful break. I'm like, huh. I love you. <laughs> that's so lovely it's though. So nice. Because so that's nice. how it should be. Not Always. everybody is going to be a perfect match. That's not the purpose of it. Yeah. But when you can have a conversation like that and for you to receive it, you know, and for him to feel safe enough to talk to you about that too. I totally. love that. That's I know. It's so nice. Be. I was like, this made me love you more. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So I funny. I did. It did. I was like, oh my God. Get away from me. <laughs> Get away from me before I marry you. <laughs> what is this? You know what you're thinking and emoting? <laughs> I need you to leave. <laughs> He's so nice. Oh, yeah, that's Anyways, so great. neither here nor there. So um, so much. Do you believe in signs? What kind of signs? <laughs> like, well, <laughs> the universal kind. Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> I get signs every single day. I, I believe I do. I've been getting so many lately. Oh my God. Right. Do you believe in like, okay. Like what level of sign do you believe in though? Like, do you believe in like, um, I'm, I'm manifesting this so I can like kind of tone into like, cause that's the whole thing with manifestation, right. Is, and maybe you have a better example of this, but though I read this book, um, called EMC squared. I don't know if you've read that one. It's good. It's like a real, it's just like a, it's like a very introductory, like, this is how you manifest. Yes. Um, and the way that she explains it in that is that when you start manifesting and you're, and you're speaking these things out into the world, it's basically like, losing your keys and looking over the house all over the house for your keys and you can't find your keys. And then when you're like thinking about your keys, now you see your keys, even though you've already looked in that spot, like, Mm -hmm. so you're kind of getting onto the same wavelength as, and one of the, and one of the, yeah. And one of the, um, practices because it's all practical practices in it. And one of the practices that she gives you is to in the middle of winter, manifest lime green cars and butterflies and I'm like okay like this was like right when I first started I'm like okay it's like the middle of winter in Calgary like I ain't gonna see any of this stuff right like I'm like okay man like so I did it five lime green cars first day I did it and like a butterfly mural and I was like okay so do you believe in signs as uh, okay like now I'm looking for these things and so I'm seeing them or do you get signs like a feather just fell onto my head from the sky my guardian angels are watching me okay (laughs) I'm finding (laughs) I'm finding dimes so the the guardians are out okay so People are probably going to think I'm crazy, but no, they won't because I talk about this shit all the time. So you'll be fine. (laughs) I think that, well, I don't think I know because I asked for it. I actually, when I first started, oh my goodness, this was a couple of years ago. I asked for butterflies and feathers to be a sign for myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And because I was like, I just want to know when I'm aligned, not know, because you know, when you're aligned, but I was like, just give me some signs universe. We'll work together because I believe it's energy. You can work, you can co-create. Yes. So 
the amount of times when something is going to be manifested in my life, like a big thing, I see butterflies and feathers everywhere. And mm-hmm. in the weirdest spots, the weirdest yeah, spots. Yeah, give me one, give me one. I love it. Well, this is so interesting too, because the place that I'm living in right now in Fort Lauderdale, it was a bit of a journey to get this place because the market in Florida is so hot. So it took some time. And I just was like, I trusted myself. I jumped on this place. I was like, you know what? This is it. This is where I'm supposed to live. When I opened up my patio door and walked outside, there's a green space in front of me and there's butterflies everywhere, everywhere, every, and I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, is there a dead body? Like what's going on? I'm not even joking you. Like probably 25 to 50 butterflies everywhere. That's a beautiful affirmation from the universe. Okay. Okay. So some people might go, Oh yeah, that's just a coincidence, but I'm not even joking with you. I get signs all the time. I will wake up and I'll be like, universe, show me a feather and I'll go outside and I'll walk and there'll be a feather right on the ground. Mm -hmm. It just little things like this always happen because I ask for it and I believe I'm going to receive it. I don't have any limiting beliefs on it. So it's kind of like, it's like a game. You totally the lime green cars, right? You can literally ask for something like someone listening right now, ask the universe for, I don't know, say you want to see a butterfly. You'll see one. I guarantee because also it's your brain narrowing in on what you want. But when you let it go and it's not like I'm looking for it, like where's the butterfly worth? No, you don't look for it. You allow it because the universe literally will deliver it to you. Mm -hmm. And you'll be like, wow, you'll know that that's your sign. It's you won't even have to think like, is it, is it, is it that? Mm -hmm. Because you're not conjuring it. Mm -hmm. You're actually just allowing it to happen. And then you're like, okay, that's a beautiful affirmation. Honestly, I, I'll, I'll be talking to people and they will say something that I said like a week ago or something that I'm trying to create or a book that I'm reading. The other day at the coffee shop, I walked in and this girl right away, she goes, you have amazing energy. And I was like, thank you. I was like, that's such a great compliment. That's such a nice compliment. Oh my God. It was beautiful. And she's like, I'm reading a book right now. And you just exude the energy. And I was like, what book are you reading? She's like, I'm reading the alchemist. And I'm like, I love that book. So then we started talking about the alchemist. And then she's like, you should be a speaker. And I'm like, what? Like, huh? hold on a minute. <laughs> I was like, here's my card. I um, <laughs> I was like, this is just, but you get signs and yeah. confirmations and affirmation from the universe when you're mm-hmm. tuned in and when you allow it. Mm-hmm. I believe that a hundred percent. Thousand. Oh yeah. I asked, I'll, I'll give you my, I have two wild ones with feathers because I, we were going, my roommate and I did a hike. This was like it's got to be almost two years ago now. <laughs> we did a hike and I was yeah. like, I just need, and it was when I was reading that book. So I was I, in the practice of just asking for things to yes. get them to just show up. So Cause I'm like, cause it happened. So I was like, I, we were going on this hike and I was like, okay, I want like a big, like, I want like a proper, like, this is your feather feather. I don't want yes. some little, <laughs> I want a fucking you feather. And we're like getting down to the parking lot and we haven't found, I haven't seen a single feather and I'm like starting to like, kind of go, all right, like okay, we've got 20 feet to the truck like. <laughs> and I turn around and my roommate is down picking up an Eagle feather. He's like, look what I found. And I was like, 
okay okay I have it it's in my room I have it still and then I had another one where I was just like kind of trying to figure out if I was like on the right path and I I again asked for a feather and I like you'd think that these things are not like you're like, okay, like uh, people listening are like rolling their eyes being like, I a feather. Yeah. You know, like, making this up. <laughs> but I literally was like, I need a feather. Like I need to just know that like, everything's going to be okay. I'm on the right yeah. path. Like everything's good. And I, and I walked my dogs after work one night. So it was like 1130 or 12 yeah. PM. And I never walk my dogs at night because there's hairs and my dogs are crazy. And I'm not taking, I'm not about to get my arms dislocated trying to yeah. walk my two big dogs. And I took them out and we're like walking along middle of the middle of the sidewalk was a magpie feather at like midnight. And I was like, yo, (laughs) so like, and as soon as you start like acknowledging it, I like started, I full on started playing like choose your own adventure with it. Like I, I wasn't sure if I should stay in Calgary or not. And I was like, all right, purple car, I'll stay pink car. I'm leaving drove behind a purple car all the way to work the other day I was like guess I'm staying really? like, oh yeah I'm full on I'm full on letting universe do its thing I'm like <laughs> where are we going what are we doing like, you're just surrendering to it yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh my gosh that's good so I love it I, I love it it is it's powerful so though it is it really is and I think at very least, if you're kind of like rolling your eyes and thinking like, okay, girls, like whatever, mm-hmm. at very least, is it not a fun game to play to be like, let's just see, let's just see it, what happens. Well, that's the thing. I feel like people, you know, they have their own, oh, whatever. That's just bullshit. They're just making that up. Well, just try it. What's yeah. the worst that could happen? Honestly, you get something you want. You prove mm-hmm. yourself wrong. Like it even says, I'm not trying to get religious here, but it even says in the Bible, ask, believe, receive, literally ask Mm -hmm. for it, believe in it, receive it. And honestly, all all the books that I've read for, you know, self-development and mindset, it's all that. That's all it is. It's Mm -hmm. asking for what you want, believing in it Mm -hmm. to a insane obsessive amount. What's and the, what's the it. like trick to turn off? Cause I think I, I, I'm super guilty of this too. Like when you're asking and, and trying to believe and it's not showing up and you're just going like, okay, well, like what's the, is that just your self-talk like that you have to shut up or like, where yeah. do you go about like kind of adjusting that? Because I know that I will start doubting and then I, and then you're yeah. not going to get it. Okay. You have to let go because this is the biggest thing that I have been working on because I, so hard. <laughs> I'm a Taurus. We are stubborn bulls. <laughs> and I didn't know this about myself until I started tying it together. Like I am not stubborn in my personality. Like I'm very easygoing. I go with the flow, mm. but when it comes to me creating my life and my goals, I don't do like, I I'm very like straightforward and I go after it. Mm-hmm. So, so when it came down to, I'll use this job as an example, I went for it. I went full on, did the action that I needed to do, created the beliefs around it, aligned my mind with it. And then I found when I was putting my expectation on the timeline of when I was going to get it, that's when it started to slow down. Mm. That's when the manifestation I would start doubting myself. That's when I went, well, 
what maybe this isn't like for you. Maybe, you know, it was this, the self-doubt, the small talk of, you know, it's taking long. Maybe mm-hmm. they want someone else. Like maybe you're not good enough. You know, I wasn't qualified for this job at all. You know, so all that came in my mind. And then I went, no, it's not your timing, Natalie. Slow down, mm-hmm. let it go. Because what is for you will not pass you. If I can ingrain that in my mind, what is for you will not pass you. I literally would say that to myself. I say it to myself all the time. Oh, like I'll just be like walking down the street. I'm like, nope, what's not, what's meant for you will not pass you by. Exactly. And honestly that belief and just letting it go and surrendering. And I, I was able to surrender because I did everything I needed to do to get it. The action I did. Uh, my beliefs I did. So I I worked myself up to that point. And then I just, I took a step back and I was like, you know what? It is what it will be. And Mm -hmm. I have to surrender to this. And it's on, you know, divine timing, not my timing because I like things instant. (laughs) I'm impatient. I'm the same. I'm like, I want to know what we're doing. (laughs) I need to know what we're doing. (laughs) Yes. So when you surrender though, and have faith and just trust, that's the best thing you can do. So it's like shut off the monkey mind mm-hmm. and just trust. So much easier said than done. I tried. I work on. I'm working on it. <laughs> it's a practice. It's a oh, 100% practice. Yes, you have to literally remind yourself as soon as you start going negative. It's nope, nope, nope. Get mm-hmm. yourself back on track and create a new belief. So like for me, it was the timing aspect of well, you're not down in the States right now. Maybe they'll just hire someone that's down in the States. And then I would literally shift myself and go, no, because you are perfect for this job. Like whatever you'd want to change it to. But Mm -hmm. I had to literally shift myself Mm -hmm. like a two millimeter shift from Mm -hmm. the negative to a positive. And it was like literally going back and forth for a little bit. Yeah. But I think that's really important. And I think that like people need to understand that that's as easy as it is, is catching yourself even in that thought or, or like, you know, I, we have so many friends who go like, Oh, I'm so stupid. I'm such an idiot. And it's just like, I always, I'm like, stop, like, stop. So even if you're in your head thinking like, Oh, it's not for me or like, Oh, it's because somebody else is better or whatever. You can literally in your brain go like, Oh, hold on. No, I'm not like, that's not true. Like exactly stop it and rephrase what you need to say. We, we grew up like my family. We always do. Um, if we were four girls, so we were always real mean to each other when we were little and, uh, not always, but we were like, we were, we'd say nasty things to each other. There's four girls in a house, you know? And my parents always used to say, you have to, you'd have to, if you like were mean to one of your sisters, you'd give them three compliments immediately. Three compliments. You have to say three nice things. You're being a bitch. Three nice things to your sister immediately. And I don't know why, but that stuck with me so much from my childhood. I don't know if my sisters are the same or not, because I'll even find that I do that if I'm in my head, not just about myself, but more so even about other people. If I'm like judging their, judging them walking down the Mm -hmm. street, whatever, I literally pretend that people can hear me out loud. So if I like see someone walking down the street and I'm like, you know, do a little like, "Mm," like, I'll immediately in my head, give them three compliments. Good for you. Which I know is like such a weird practice, but it's like, it keeps you from being in that negative energy and that negative space. And it, and it, and it's putting the positive energy back out. I think even though it's not, you know, 
maybe out loud, but you should be pretending everyone can hear you all the time. <laughs> I agree. Cause that's actually, that's actually a really good uh, practice that you're doing because at the end of the day, when you say a negative thought or judgment about someone else, that's a reflection of your own state, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like shifting that because a lot of the time it's just the program mind. We don't even mm-hmm. mean it. It's just the like subconscious Absolutely. programming that we've created. So the fact that you can switch to a conscious state and choose to compliment them, that's beautiful because at the end of the day, it's still energy and yeah, they can't hear the compliment, but your energy towards them and yourself, it changes. Mm-hmm. And that's really important. So good yeah. for you. Thanks. I just, wanted you to, I just wanted you to tell me I was doing a good job. That's really good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that it's really important because I, I know like we, we still have so many friends who talk about themselves negatively and like, yep. you, you know, even that little, like, Oh, like I'm such an idiot, like comment that you make is affecting the way that you think about yourself. 100%. And the one thing that I think is so crazy about our world, it's normalized to talk negative about yourself. And when you like talk about things you're great at or that Mm -hmm. you're amazing, people would be like, okay, calm down there ego. No, like you should be talking about yourself like that. You Mm -hmm. should be hyping your friends up like that. You should have that self-love like, and it's not in an ego way of feeding your ego. It's just about like honoring how great you are and your strengths and you know, the, the positive self-talk because when you have that, it manifests in your life. In your opinion, where's the line between, I mean, it's obviously a thin one between like positive self-talk and ego. Yeah. I think that you'll know because ego, I think, oh gosh, like ego is like edging your like higher self out. So it would be like saying things that I don't know, like to me, it's superficial, you know, I don't resonate with that but I know what I'm good at. I know my strengths and I know like my heart and my soul. So of course I'm going to be authentic and honest about that. That's not Mm -hmm. ego. That's just my truth. I think ego is more of like the superficial things. And again, maybe I'm completely wrong on this. This is just my personal opinion because I don't think it's necessary to boast yourself all the time. I think your energy speaks volumes about yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you're confident, you kind of don't need to tell people that your energy and the way that you're living shows the results of that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just stepping into the energy and the frequency of owning who you are, loving yourself, not living on an ego superficial way, but your true authentic self. And I think that speaks volumes rather than you telling other people that mm-hmm. it's just, you're living it, you're embodying mm-hmm. it, you're mm-hmm. being it. And I think people can spot that a mile away. And I think that people can spot inauthenticity and um, that's a lot of ego as well. I think because you're not, you're, you're feeding things that don't really matter mm-hmm. in your life. Then I completely true. agree. Yeah. Yeah. You're, and I think your energy, go, you'll know if you're being too egotistical, people, 100%. people, you'll that's know. a bad juju. People don't want to be around. that. <laughs> exactly. You know, within you mm-hmm. 100%. And like, mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful to hype yourself up when you're in your, your own space and to like be your best cheerleader, because if you're not, who is right. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I think that's so important to like, tell yourself, like you are freaking incredible because like you are, and it's just like, own that about yourself. But I think that's the energy you need to have that when you step out into the world, you don't even have to tell anybody because they see it and they look at you and go, yeah, there's something about that person. Mm-hmm. She's just owning herself without even speaking it. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Did you know anybody in Florida before you moved down there? Okay. So I have family up in Connecticut. Okay. And I know people in New York Okay. and I know, like I have a couple, um, people that work around me in Florida, but in Fort Lauderdale, I know no one. <laughs> Was that a hard change to make for you? Like to go to just move somewhere where you literally didn't know anybody. Okay. So super interesting because I've been here for a couple months now. And mm. honestly, it feels like I've lived here my whole life. Um, I am so comfortable and at ease with being here. It, it, that's why I know it's so meant to be good. If I made this transition in my life uh, a couple months ago, or even last year, I wouldn't have been ready. Mm-hmm. Like this is just so divine timing of where I am. And I feel so good and I've met a few people here and there and it's been fantastic. And I'm so grateful for that. But um, honestly, I have no fear. I feel right at home. I Good. couldn't be happier. Good. And I don't see myself leaving anytime soon. <laughs> Good. I'm going to come visit you so I can get a tan. Oh my God. Please do. I know, right? I'm so like I know. I'm looking at our squares next to each other. I'm like, I am see-through. <laughs> I'm gonna go put some fake tanner on right when we're done. <laughs> That's the thing too. Like I, I it's like paradise. It's just twenty. I live in freaking oh, paradise. So nice. It's so nice. I know. Yeah. I know. Every time I see it's all your great. stories, I'm like, oh, it's beautiful. It is it's so beautiful. Nice. Um, do you I'm have any advice for anyone it. who is is like nervous to make changes like that? Like, I would say first if you're nervous, ask yourself why, Mm. like get curious about why you're nervous, because at the end of the day, change is like the one part of life that's guaranteed. And like, we should be honoring the change and excited for change because that Mm -hmm. means growth and new possibilities, new results, new adventures, new love, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I, so I'd get curious about it and to understand, you know, question why you're nervous and then just take little steps forward because at the end of the day, change is beautiful and um it's all our perspective about it and then like ask yourself like if you're not willing to change then are you okay with staying the same Mm -hmm. are you okay with living this life that you have right now Mm -hmm. if you are fantastic i honor and support that and i say great but if you're aren't then it's like okay then start the practices and the journey to look within to Mm -hmm. see what you can do to you know cultivate what you want in your life because you can literally have do be anything you want. And I'm, I'm saying that based off of who I know, the people that are doing what they want to do, mm-hmm. you know, the little bit that I know in my life that's worked, you literally can have whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible. <laughs> so pretty. I love it. What a nice summary. Do you have anything else you want to touch on? I don't think so. I, I hope like I was... answered everything for you. Oh my you. God. I think that was fantastic. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> I feel like I've just soaked everything. I've just literally been staring into your eyes for like, oh, I love that. <laughs> tell me more, Natalie. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. Well, I love being able to share this stuff. And like, I, I am no expert. Like I am learning so much and I'm taking everything in that I'm learning. Um, so I'm just grateful to be able to be a vehicle of some of that because I one thing I know I don't know 
I don't know shit in this world. <laughs> we, you know what we always say? We don't know jack shit on the jack yeah, shit show. <laughs> so true, right? So yeah. yeah, that's the part of life that's so beautiful though, is just knowing that and just allowing it to unfold. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's uh, like something that I've really clung on to in the last like pandemic is, um, like, man, just, is a, it, we're all just floating on a space rock. Like if yes. you don't want to, man, if you don't want to be where you're at, change it. Like we could literally die tomorrow. You just go do what you want to do. As long as you're not hurting other people. I agree 100%. And the one thing that I like have made a conscious practice in my life right now is to literally have fun. Yeah. Joy, because I think I'm pretty serious when it comes to like my work and what I want in my Mm -hmm. life, but the other parts of my life, oh my gosh, like I'm, I just like to have fun. I enjoy, I talk to random people when I walk by them. Like, that's just what I love to do because our world, like we can get so serious and forget like the purpose of it. Mm -hmm. We're meant to love, we're meant to have fun. We're meant to enjoy, to have adventures, just like what even is this world? Yeah. Right? What are like, we doing right now? Honestly. So it's just like, yes, it's important to be serious and, you know, go after your goals and achieve what you want, but enjoy the process. It's mm-hmm. not about just getting the goal. It's about enjoying the process to get there because that's the life in between the moments of the goals. Mm-hmm. So it's to enjoy that. Yeah. Don't get, don't get too stuck on everything else. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wild ride. It is. Real wild ride. It is. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Honestly, when I look around, I'm like, what even is life? (laughs) 100%. 100%. We're Sims. We are the Sims. There's something. We're something. (laughs) Don't get me going down the conspiracies of that because I totally could. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole nother episode. We're just going off about conspiracies. (laughs) I literally look at this guy all the time and I'm like, this cannot be real. Like, I'm sorry. It's just not real. Don't get me going. Don't get me going. Thank you so much for doing this with me, Nat. Oh, it was so nice to see you. I hope it sounds good. Oh my God. It'll be great. I literally the whole time I've just been like, I don't even know what I said. I blacked out. (laughs) I just blacked out. No, it's going to be perfect. And I'm really glad that we had this conversation. Me too. Thank you again for doing and taking time. I really appreciate it. Thanks for asking me to be on. It's an honor. I appreciate it. Oh, and I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Just out there living a dream life in Florida. I know, honestly. Wild. Friggin' wild. I'm so excited for you. I know I am going to come visit because I want to come to Florida. (laughs) Take me to Disney World. (laughs) Honestly, it's a dream out here. It really is. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's lovely. Bye. Thank you. Bye, baby. Thank you. Can your brain, can your brain handle what you just heard? Tell me how many times you're going to listen to this episode because I personally have listened to it like 17 times. I'm just saying things are going pretty good over here. (laughs) Things are going pretty good. Um, I'm linking all the books that we talked about in today's show notes. They're great places to get started if you want to go that route. And if you have questions for Natalie, please slide into my DMs so that we can compile a list for her for next time she comes back to hang out with us. 
In the meantime, make sure you're drinking your water, get back outside, enjoy that sun. Winter is coming, fall is in the air, but it's warm out and you should go enjoy the last, the last sips of summer while you can. Um, remember you don't know jack shit. I love you so much and I will see you next time. Bye.